It's been a couple of weeks since I've uploaded an episode. And of course, there's no excuse why I did not upload a brand new episode. However, in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about the why. I'm going to be talking to you about what got into my way in not doing what I said I was going to prioritize in 2021. This should be a good episode because it's going to give you insight into something I think also hinders other people, not just me. So sit back and relax because we're going to dig deep into why I did not upload an episode in two whole weeks. This should be good. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Brand with Markeith Brayton. I am so excited to be with you this week. Yes, it has been a couple of weeks, and we're going to dive deep into why it's been a couple of weeks since I have uploaded a new episode. However, before we get started, I want to invite you. Are you a career professional, an executive who really is interested in transitioning your expertise into a business, leveraging your personal brand and stepping out or leaping out into the deep of entrepreneurship, but you're really not sure what are some of those first steps that you need to take? Well, I created a brand new free guide called the seven stages to shift your brand checklist. And if you want access to this checklist, all you have to do is to text brand me all one word to 77222. Text brand me all one word to 77222. And you can get access to the seven stages to shift your brand checklist. And basically, it's just those things that you really need to think about before you make the shift, before you decide to go into entrepreneurship, these seven stages are the things that you need in place in order to have a profitable personal brand business as a coach, consultant, or speaker. So once again, text brand me, all one word, no spaces, to 77222. That's brand me, all one word, no spaces, to 77222. All right, so let's hop into today's conversation. And I have been wanting to talk about this for about a week or so because I posted on my social media a post that really spoke my heart that particular day. And I was like, this would be a great conversation to have on the podcast. About a week ago, I posted on my Facebook page something that really was touching me after a particular experience that I had. And the post went a little something like this. It said that I am completely, completely done with being busy. I actually said, I've come to a point in life 
where if it's not aligned with my life's assignment or creating substantial income for me, I can't do it. I'm over being busy. Anybody with me over being busy? Anybody out there listening just over being busy, over being overscheduled, overdoing things that, yes, might be good things, might be nice things, but they are not the right things as it pertains to your priorities, as it pertains to what is really bringing you joy and value. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about how to become unbusy, how to become unbusy and more productive. Raise your virtual hand if you are ready to be more productive, to be more profitable, to be more accomplished and become unbusy. Let me tell you, I am there. I am ready to become unbusy. I am ready to stop saying yes to too many things that are not in alignment with my life's assignment. It reminds me of a quote that I always talk about, and that is my quote of my business. It is my life quote, and that is from the late Dr. Miles Monroe. He says that the greatest failure in life is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And so often or too often, many of us, or let me just speak for myself, too often in my life, I have been successful at the wrong thing. I've been successful at things that are quote unquote good, but not the great things that I could be successful at. And that's why I wanted to do this quick episode on how to become unbusy. And I was reading a couple of articles and I came across an article by Payscale and Payscale.com had an article written on the five red flags that you're addicted to being busy. And so I wanted to kind of talk about some of the highlights in this article because these are red flags to share with you or to show you that you are being busy and unproductive. So the article starts out by letting us know that our culture normalizes being constantly on the go. And it feels like that we are always trying to find the time to do what it is that we truly know we need to do. And even people brag about in our culture about getting less sleep. There's one particular podcaster He says that uh, sleep is stupid or sleep is for the broke. And I'm like, no, you need your sleep. And even though I understand what he's saying, he's saying that, you know, while you're young and while you have the vibrancy, get at it. But sleep is very important. I know that it's even important to you even being able to lose weight. And so sleep is necessary. And so we have to move away from this culture of normalizing being busy. Just because something has been normalized doesn't mean that it's right. But society has given us these ideas to play big. And and when you play big, that sleep is not important and being busy is where it's at or this hustle mentality is where it's at and I am no longer for it. There's a cost to being busy as well. And so here are some of the red flags that you really need to pay attention to um, as cost to being busy. So red flag number one, you're less productive. Chronic stress diminishes your ability to focus and be 
productive. And when you're always on the go, always on the move, you are creating some levels of stress. And when you're stressed, you're more likely to feel tired and scattered. It works against your ability to make good choices, to be optimally productive at work, and you are not really mentally able to focus on the things that are really priority for you to get focused. I've been there. I've been many times sitting at my desk, always really battling between this whole idea of trying to multitask and doing all these various different things. And there's just no such thing as multitasking. But what you're doing is time splicing. And so you've got to really start to learn how to prioritize your time and prioritize your tasks so that you're not always stressed and being on the go and being busy. Red flag number two, you're less creative and innovative. Have you ever been there where you've got so much going on, it's hard for you to think of some fresh ideas? Busyness impedes on your ability to be your most creative and innovative, according to the article. Keep in mind that these kinds of skills are increasingly important. You want to be innovative. You want to have fresh ideas. You want to be creative. And when you're busy and when you're always on the go, Mark Heath and whoever else is listening to me, when you're always on the go, that stress can drain your creativity. That stress can drain your innovative thoughts. And now you are pulling on energy that really is not the best energy for you to be pulled on. And so when you are busy, you are losing your creativity. You're not as innovative as you possibly can be. And so red flag number two is that if you find yourself not being very creative, not having an innovative mindset, then you may want to stop and think about your busyness. Red flag number three, and I know this for sure, that Your busyness or our business or my business can affect my mood. It's one thing to be less creative. It's another thing to be less productive. However, the effects of being busy, the effects of always being on the go and even stress, it changes your mood. Being busy also can make you less happy. It's easy. It's so easy for us to get used to being busy. It's so easy for us to say yes to some good things and to things that we feel like are great causes. But is it creating joy? Is it creating a level of happiness? Is it providing you a level of value so that you are excited and invigorated about going to do it? And that's why I made that post on last week. And because I realized that I was not necessarily having much joy in doing it. I was not necessarily happier in doing it. At the same time, I was not making any money. (laughs) So you want to make sure, you want to make sure that you are paying attention to these red flags so that you know whether or not you're in the right lane, that you're right on assignment. Red flag number four, you miss your life. If you aren't taking time to slow down, breathe and process the things that you're going to do. Breathe and process the things that are going on in your life, in your career, in your relationships, in your business. It pays to take time to stop and look around once in a while. 
Sometimes we can be so busy that we miss life. We miss birthdays. Just the other day, I realized that I missed my grandmother's 93rd birthday. And I was just thinking, you know, these things should be on my calendar. And they are on my calendar, but sometimes you can be so busy that you don't even pay attention to the notifications. Take the time out, slow down, breathe, process what's going on so that you can be present in the moment, especially for the people whom you most love. Red flag number five, last but not least, but a very good one. And that is that you start to confuse being busy with being successful. And let me tell you that this is definitely an illusion that being busy means that you're being successful. And sometimes, not every time, but a lot of times being busy is really just a distraction. Busyness can be self-perpetuating. You know, many times that we can get into this thing, especially social media days, we can be looking at people doing this and doing that, and they're in this country and in this state and at this place and doing all these different events and so on and so forth. But the question I always ask is, is this creating profit? Is this creating success? Is this creating wealth? Is this creating the freedom that you want to have in your life? Is this creating what it is that you want to create or are you just really being busy? As I stated earlier, our culture often depicts busyness as something associated with high power, high status, success. And sometimes it could be further from the truth as being any of those things. You've got to stop and think about these red flags Do these red flags show up in your life? Are you less productive as you would like to be? Are you less creative and innovative as you would like to be? What about your mood? Are you as happy today in your busyness as you were when you weren't as busy? Are you missing out on some of life's most important times and days and with family and friends? And have you confused being busy with being successful. When you look at your bank account, when you look at the growth of your business, when you look at the progress of your career, does it correlate to the busyness that you find yourself in? And so now that we know the red flags, let's talk about how to become unbusy, how to turn these things around so that you can accomplish the true things that you want to accomplish that are priorities in your life. Tip number one in becoming unbusy, realize that being busy is a choice. It's a decision that we make in being busy. We have the power to say yes or no to the things that we're doing on a daily basis. We are never forced into a lifestyle of busyness. The first and most important step to becoming less busy is to simply realize that our schedules are determined by us. We have to have a choice or we do have a choice in the matter and we don't have to live busy lives. So step number one is to realize that being busy is simply a choice. Tip number two in becoming unbusy, we've got to stop glorifying being busy. Busy in and of itself 
is not a badge of honor. In fact, directed at the wrong pursuits, it is actually a limiting factor of our final or our full potential. It is okay not to be busy. Repeat after me. It is okay not to be busy. One more time. It is okay not to be busy. Tip number three, to become more unbusy, appreciate and schedule rest. This is such a good one. You've got to take time to rest. One of the reasons many of us keep busy schedules is we fail to recognize the value of sleep, the value of rest. Rest is beneficial to our bodies. Those of us who are trying to get six-pack abs, lose weight, rest and sleep is important for that. It is so beneficial for our minds and for our souls. Set aside one day per week for rest and family. Intentionally schedule it on your calendar. I know for me, Sundays is my day of rest. I typically don't do anything, any meetings or anything on Sundays. Tip number four to become more unbusy, revisit your priorities. Priorities, priorities, priorities. Become more intentional with your priorities and pursuits in life. Determine again, what are the most significant contributions you can offer to the world and schedule them. Put them on your schedule. One of the practices that I need to get back to is scheduling my day the night before, literally on my calendar, telling myself what time I'm going to do each task, each item that is prioritized according to the things that I want to accomplish, my own personal goals. Schedule your time the night before. Tip number five, own fewer possessions. This is so good. Now, what I've done over the past few weeks is I've been cleaning out closets. I've been giving away things, throwing away things, taking things to goodwill, taking things to shoes for souls. The things we own can take up far more time and mental energy. Let me tell you, I love to make sure that my space is organized because the less organized it is, the more energy that is taken from me. You need to be cleaned, organized, and maintained. And the more we own, the more time is required to take care of it. The bigger your house the more time it takes to clean your house, unless you are, you know, a high roller, big baller, shot caller who has a housekeeper who comes to clean your home. But I don't have that. And the townhome that I currently own, let me tell you, it's a task to clean it. It is a task. So when I think about getting something bigger, getting another extra bedroom or more garage space, I'm like, um, I don't know about that. So tip number five, own fewer possessions. Tip number six to becoming more unbusy, cultivate space in your daily routine. Take time out for lunch. I take time out to go to the gym every morning, at least five mornings out of the week. Find space to sit quietly. I do my reading when I first get up in the morning, meditation, prayer, started writing in my gratefulness journal. You want to have some time of solitude and time of physical activity, time of working out. Find the opportunity for breaks so that you can just regroup and start to cultivating little moments of space and margin in your life. 
Last but not least, tip number seven, find freedom in the word no. I think the word no is the most powerful word in the dictionary. We need to say no more often. The more often we say no, the more opportunity we have to say yes to the things that bring us great value, the things that bring us great joy. We have to learn to say no. Everybody agrees that no one pursuit can necessarily be followed by a man who is preoccupied with many things. Recognize the inherent value of the word no. Learning to say no to less important commitments opens your life to pursue the most important. Busy does not need to define you. Become more unbusy as much as possible. Seven tips to help you to become more unbusy. Let's review those again. Number one, realize not being realize that being busy is a choice. Number two, stop glorifying being busy. There's nothing glorifying about being busy. Number three, appreciate and schedule rest, time to sleep. Number four, revisit your priorities. Number five, own fewer possessions. Number six, cultivate space in your daily routine. And number seven, find freedom in the word no. I definitely, definitely wanted to get this episode in and upload it because it was just really something that was kind of really gnawing at me because I knew that one of the reasons why I got behind on uploading my podcast was because I was just being busy. The busyness of life was keeping me from doing the thing that I know that will be productive in my business, that will help me to connect with those of you who are follow and a part of my family online. And I just was not doing what I needed to do to prioritize what needed to be prioritized. So hold me accountable. If you don't see an episode, send me an email. If you don't see me posting the episode, send me an email. Help me to stay accountable to what I'm supposed to do. So I hope that this episode is enjoyed by you and that you are able to glean and and take something from it and something that you can apply to your own life to become more on busy. Thank you for listening each and every week. Once again, I always invite you to go to iTunes to leave a rating or review. Or review. Send me an email at markeith at markeithbrain.com and let me know what you thought about this week's episode. I'm always thinking about ways that I can connect and provide value to your life and to you building a personal brand business that helps you to live the life that you crave and create the income that you really desire to have. And so I look forward to producing more solo episodes in partnership with some of the interviews that I'd like to do as well. So until next week, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. And just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care. (music) 